just not you said at the beginning you just graduated right so like during that time how would you say your mental and physical state were like compared to the previous years uh little <laughs> little unsteady <laughs> fitness club's very first episode of our podcast so uh, the name of this podcast is still in the works but we're gonna go with looking inside the world of fitness so today our very first guest is going to be oscar and um oscar if you could please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing Hi guys. Um, so uh, yeah, my name's uh, Oscar, and I actually uh, I was studying in Nottingham. Like, wait, was has it? How long has it been? Has it been two months already? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's been a month ago. I've got I finished my finals a month ago, <laughs> and now I'm so so called graduated without a degree yet. <laughs> yeah. So called. So called. Um. I I study. I I've been studying nutrition for three years. And I've been part of fitness club since uh since my first year. So right now I am unemployed, but self-employed in a way. Yeah, I'm self-employed. Yeah, I'm, yeah, so, I'm yeah, somewhat. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat self-employed. I'm somewhat self-employed, but um, no plans to look for a job because I am working on my own business right now. I am working on my own connections. Uh, learning about the ins and out of uh, business uh, from uh, mentors and uh, my parents and all that. So, yeah. So this is this is about me, lah. In twenty nineteen, you were the president of our very own fitness club, and you were our one of the trainers, right? You were one of the trainers as well. Yeah, and you were known to have a very aesthetic physique. Uh, back then <laughs> the so Greek gods, the body you... of the gods yes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah like what made you start that journey and how has your experience been so far with it um i actually started with uh, i actually started with calisthenics first so that was way back in um that was actually way back in 2014 mm. yeah that was actually all the way back in 2000 uh 2014 and then it was about um 20 it was about when i was 16 so that should be yeah 2015 when i started going to the gym and what kind of okay first for, for starters because uh how i started out on my fitness journey was because uh, i was homeschooled i was doing okay. a, i was doing a home i was doing a homeschool so there wasn't much activities for me the only thing i had to do was just wake up whatever time i wanted study and then eat and go back to sleep. And that didn't feel like a life I wanted. I, I had a lot of time on my hands and I decided uh, why not uh, go into, uh, why not take care of my health, do some activities. And at the same time, I get to meet different people. So I started from calisthenics before progressing into the gym. Yeah, mm. I think going into uni and adjusting to uni doing fitness was the hardest part because... Mm so many things coming at you there's so many friends so much things to do clubs and all that so you kind of get lost like during the foundation period 
and then slowly like along in year one year two you start to get the gist of it and like you kind of have a routine you set your own schedule and you start going to the gym you start taking care of your meals like you're much more familiar yeah so that, that, that was how it was for me like I, I've known people who are much more better than who are actually much better than me in, in uni like and, and they had completely zero experience from foundation and they are at a level that I can say that if they were to go uh, pro, they can definitely go pro. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So like just now you said that when you were at uni, you were taking care, like after your foundation year and like year one, year two, you said you were able to like take care of your diet and all of that. So like how were you able to do that? Um, because at uni, you're kind of limited in terms of food unless you go to Tesco and buy your own groceries and cook for yourself. Mm. So like how, how did you uh, work on your diet? so when it comes to, uh so how i worked around was i really tried different things i listened to a lot of people and um i will admit that in foundation i was stubborn by i was stubborn also because like i i had the experience of competing before but mm. that obviously wasn't enough for me and so I, I being in foundation actually made me realize and made me further understood what a lot of my my own clients that I trained previously were facing, especially with uh, unexpected events, uh, financial issues, or maybe like um, not being not having the accessibility to food, as you said, like in Tesco mm -hmm. and all that. So I tried meal prep. It's a good way, but you kind of get bored of it. And mm, then yeah, I tried yeah. flex. Yeah, I tried flexible dieting. It's okay but i cannot say i cannot say your gains are guaranteed because it's slightly yeah, yeah. hard to keep track so what i did was for my uh, what what i did was i incorporate i switched between meal prep and flexible dieting whenever i can so for example like when i'm so for example when i have time for like a week or two i'll do some meal preps i'll go and get some groceries one shot and i'll cook or when it comes to like i have uh, lab sessions i have finals i have midterms assignments whatever and then late nights i already have i already have kept in i already have like uh Prep like, the meals that you're gonna have for the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah mm -hmm. exactly so and then how i incorporate flexible dieting into this is that i i would choose foods that i know that contain certain amount of calories or mm -hmm. some or certain amount of calories for example like subway mm -hmm. uh sub i will only go for subway uh, roast chicken or i'll go to arab store and i'll just ask for a whole uh, just for a whole chicken without the rice mm -hmm. just grab some i'll just grab some uh, potatoes or like rice from chinese store so that's how i worked around my stuff so ah, you have yeah. to you have to eat make, make the choices to, yeah. yeah you have to make your own choices but of course i have seen better preps than me in, in university mm -hmm. and I like for for example I think uh, most I, I think for those who have been in fitness club uh, long enough they'll know uh, Gun and Draft like this guy's diet is on next level the way he cooks his meals the way he tests the best ways to eat I, I swear this guy is something that even nutritionists find it hard to follow his style <laughs> is is perfection mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I follow him on Instagram and that guy is just like constantly on top of his game i don't know how he's able to stay so like driven and motivated all mm. the time like for you right like how do you how would you say you remained 
um, motivated to like continue doing what you did throughout your studies? Um, I think, it, okay, I for me, it's not about motivation, but it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle I chose to go with rather than motivation. At first, it was mm-hmm. driven by motivation, but later on, it changed into something that uh, it evolved into something that was a part of me. Like, it was something that I couldn't live without. Like, mm. I don't have to go to the gym, but at least I have to run. I have to work out. I have to do some push-ups, calisthenics, whatever you name it. I have to do some sports. I cannot just sit still. So you were, yeah. like, disciplined instead of motivated. Yes. Yeah, yes, I had to be. Di- I knew I had to be disciplined because my studies were in shambles. I at least need something <laughs> that I know that I can be in control with. Yeah. It's about finding that balance. Yeah, that, that's the hard part. So what advice would you give for people that are trying to strike that balance between, you know, studying and trying to maintain that physique that they are trying to achieve? Okay. Um, I, I cannot say, okay, I, can, I cannot give a correct answer, I, I feel, for this because mm-hmm. I myself like even for even formulas that I have uh, even formulas methods that I have done for myself sometimes they work sometimes they don't because mm. life hits you at, at life hits you at different angles so you have to work around it and for me uh, do it for example like if you were to say balance studies and workout before MCO that was much more easier that, mm. that was much more easier because like it, you just if for me it was surrounding myself with different people surrounding myself with different people and then uh, learning from them, getting their opinions and somehow incorporate the what I thought that was the best advice and then somehow give me the mindset and direction to continue uh, balancing my studies and my gym time because I know that for sure that my gym time is disciplined but I had to get my studies, my, I had to get my studies straight, I had to get my shit straight so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, legit. I had yeah, to, I yeah, had yeah. to, and it's you really have to go out and look at different options. You cannot just say like, okay, I'm gonna stick with this. I'm gonna write down this plan, all that, blah blah blah. That I, I feel that that really most of the time, it doesn't work. Yeah, because it's a trial and I'm, error kind of thing. Yeah, you have to try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you have to move on to the next, the next plan, I guess. <laughs> and your peers are very important. If mm. your peers. If your peers, your friends, the people you surround with are people like they, they don't have to ex- actually they don't really have to be the ones that are the gym type. I mm-hmm. I have friends across in different clubs. As long as they do, as long as you can see that they have a lifestyle where their studies and their sports are balanced, they are the perfect role models that you can copy from and learn from. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they have somehow managed to incorporate it into your life. You don't have to think of working out as a chore, but rather a lifestyle. So that's how I managed to balance. But for MCO, it's a very huge challenge because the discipline is so much more harder, especially working at home where it's so comfortable. You recently finished your final year of degree, like just now you said at the beginning, you just graduated, right? So like during that time, how would you say your mental and physical state were like compared to the previous years? Uh, little, <laughs> little unsteady. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Everyone goes through this. I, I'm mm. pretty sure, regardless, that everyone goes through the same thing. No matter how prepared you are, no matter how prepared you are, there's always something unexpected that's gonna come around the corner. And so, mentally, physically, you'll be exhausted. But by the time you're done with your last paper, you just sit there like, 
No, I'm done. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm done. What What do I do now? What, what, do what do now? now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially for you, like you're probably at home or in your room, and just like press enter to like turnitin.com, and then you're like, all right, I'm done now again. <laughs> right. It, yeah, that it, it was completely different from what I had in foundation year one and year two. Year three was just mm. sitting there like, oh fuck, I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> it's at that moment when you realize you have no further plans down your life. Yeah, yeah. Uni was your uh, life, and then now that's taken away from you. Eh? Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, like, I didn't. I actually got this feeling when I submitted my F my FYP and not my final paper because I was, I was already prepared for my final paper so the moment I submitted my FYP the first spot I did was I went fishing during your like foundation and year one year two how would you say your like workout routine and how your diet would have been like you know so like give us some idea an idea lah yeah an idea yeah so like we could picture how it would be like <laughs> Um. again in foundation it was uh, it was trying it I wasn't really trying ever at the time. It was just getting used to uni, so mm. still and I did still try to keep my calories. But the problem was that again, like people say, uh, like for people who are beginning to try and take care of themselves in uni, mainly is uh, food issues, right? So, mm. um, to give an example of how I keep my calories was I, <laughs> I went for McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, yeah. Domino's, Arab food store, Chinese store, whatever you name it, everything, everything was just overloading my carbs and and overloading my, my carbs and going full out at the gym. That was absolutely the heaviest gain I've had in one shot. Mm-hmm. Gain in terms of muscle, but in terms of both uh fat and muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms of both fat and muscle. So I was looking like a blob. I quickly learned that that. That really That's didn't work good, out. Yeah. yeah, and so in year one, I started to take care of my meals. I mm. I drove out. I I drove out all the way to, uh, I I drove out all 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 the way to Chiras just so I can buy, mm. uh, buy fresh groceries and bring down. Enjoy at at least you know if you're eating healthy, if you're eating healthy, you want to bulk up. You gotta eat nice food, right? You can't just yeah, eat yeah, chicken. Yeah. For the rest of your chicken broccoli rest of the year. and rice. <laughs> ah man, yeah, yeah, yeah. bodybuilder's meal. <laughs> chicken broccoli. Uh, those were the days, uh, Those were the days. But yeah, but yeah. being a student, yeah, being a student, that that's kind name. That's kind of the issues, mm. But I can honestly tell you that with a budget of five hundred a month, mm. with a with with a budget of five hundred a month for meals, is definitely enough for you to prep. Would you say like during the foundation year, it's because like most people have never been away from home, right? So like they have never really thought out of how their food plan would have been. So like yes. maybe like, because you're right now you're like at home and you're prepping your own meals, even if your families are cooking their own food. Right? How would you help people do that, do that experience? So like by the time they reach uni, they're already prepared to prep their own meals. How would you okay. help Okay, the it's it, it boils down to the state. It boils down to the most basic principles, which is repetition, practice, repetition, practice. Mm. You practice the more you practice on meal prepping, the more you practice on uh, separating your meals, finding the time to cook, the better you get at it. I cannot say that there is a perfect solution because everyone has different timing, everyone has different problems in uh in their schedule that you just have to dedicate even though if you miss on one day 
the next day you just still continue. If you miss for two days, you still continue the following day. Just don't make it a habit of saying tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. You have to mm. have to jump back on the wagon. Mm-mm. You think <laughs> of it as a lifestyle. Uh. It's it's just mm. basically like okay, three uh three meals a day. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. That's all. I have to eat so I can function, so I can sleep, mm. so I can do work, so I can work out. That that's that's how that's how I set my mentality like, during that time. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think like just now you said, um, even though like you can create a plan, but the probability of it going your that exact way is just like very nil, like mm-hmm. nil. Because, I mean, yeah, like you kind of have to be able to think quickly on your feet and be able mm-hmm. to adapt to the situation. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're a foundation student coming into university and you realize that okay, you look at the food around you and it's like not healthy options. This- you kind of have to figure out how you can work around that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that would, it's just like a matter of thinking on your feet and being able to adapt to your environment. Be flexible, know what's available, know what the meals are available. And and also, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a pro tip. Like, Chinese un- the, the Chinese store auntie actually knows that a lot of, a lot of the gym rats or the, or the gym bros we actually used to go to her for like just five ringgit chicken mm. and she cook it up for us like in a whole whole big batch. I would say that that was about like uh, she would give around uh, 500 grams of chicken for five mm. ringgit. That's, that's, so, that's yeah. a lot. Was it just like steamed chicken or something? Just She just... Oh. No, no, no. I mean, whatever flavor you want, if you wanted it oh. with butter or whatever, she, ah. she'll do it. She's very nice. So, so you see like with five, with five ringgit, and 500 grams of chicken uh, you can and if you're just starting out as a beginner you can mm-hmm. split this into three you can split this into three meals yeah. if, if you wanted and you don't you wouldn't have to cook 500 mm-hmm. grams is a lot there's no way when you're starting out you're going to eat one kg of chicken uh. yeah, yeah yeah so currently it's the summer and a lot of people like myself included uh we're doing internships so uh last summer i think you were working as an intern at chemo farm so how did like a typical day look like for you in terms of intensity like during your internship um well it would start off at um my day would actually start at like 5 a.m and i would wake up and i would wake up and actually cook breakfast because i've already on in my weekends i would have already meal prepped my dinner and lunch so it would mostly include like um it would include like pasta with beef or I make like uh, pat burger patty so it's easier for me to uh heat up and take it take it to work. Mm. So um from five that's my day starts I'll have about five uh, half boiled eggs and two pieces of bread before I rush off to work because my I had to travel all the way from Kajang to SS two, which was my workplace. Oh yeah. my god. 7.30, I would actually get down and start working because uh, clocking is at 8, but I, I like to start early so I can just check through my plans and all that. Mm-hmm. And then my first break would come around um, 12 p.m. Yeah, 12 p.m. 12 p.m. And that's where I'll have my, I'll have my meal prep lunch, uh, whatever it was I brought over. And then back to work at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. And... Then I would end the day at 5 p.m. where I drive to the gym strip. So I would just literally drive to this uh, gym called uh, Savage Gears. Then uh, work out about two hours, get in my car, take out my dinner, makan, balik. Or sometimes like on days where 
on, on days where I don't feel tired, I would actually um I would actually shower at the gym, mm-hmm. then drive all the way to Uni Village so I can see my oh. girlfriend. <laughs> For most other people, balancing all of that, balancing the work, mm-hmm. the the diet, the mm-hmm. fitness and the like working out constantly, it it's a lot to handle. So people tend mm-hmm. to like lose motivation to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like if so like how would you advise them like what would you say ask them to like what would your advice be for them you always somehow make time for things that you love regardless of whether you actually have the time or not mm-hmm. yes time management is important it's how well you it's how well you manage make sure that whatever you are going to do makes you happy mm-hmm. even if the even if the job is not happy even if the job is not happy, at least make sure the next, the last remaining hours that you have is what makes you want to continue waking up the next day and look forward. It's doing what you want to do, doing what you think that is needed to be done. And you find whatever way you're going to do it, which is good. Okay, yeah. Right? So I think, I think we've covered everything pretty much that we uh, had to talk about. Right. So um, thank you so much, Oscar. And yeah, thank um, you so much. Do you have any like last last words that you'd like to say <laughs> for the viewers last, out there? My my go-to quote in my my go-to quote in life for everything is that whatever like whatever life throws at you, you just gotta make something out of it, lah. Keep it one hundred. I be feeling like Campbell's soup over white rice, baked chicken with the skin on.